right, welcome back to the Beating the Buzzer podcast. I'm Adam. Billy is back today. Uh-huh, I'm back. Missing episode four. Uh, not his fault. I did schedule that kind of kind of out of the way. But um, we're back. We're back with a sports podcast. Uh, big sports things happening since we last recorded one of these. Feels Very like big. Forever. Uh, let's jump before we get to because we're recording this the day of game seven of Clippers Nuggets and game one of Heat Celtics. So we'll just jump into the NFL to start it off. Um, a lot of games on the slate for week one. I think the most interesting that people were were looking forward to was uh, Bucks Saints. Uh, this game started off interesting, and then the Saints just rolled. It was. Um, Tom Brady led a great drive, I would say. The first drive yeah, was really good. Yeah, he scored. Good. It was fun to watch. Yeah, and then um, he got picked off, pick six by Janoris Jenkins. This is ugly. And then the Saints just, I mean... I think Taysom Hill was like the biggest X factor in this game. If I had to name one, it I mean, kind of made me sad because I was expecting like a high scoring just it was shootout. high scoring. Uh, I felt it, it wasn't was, a shootout. Yeah, was, I was, was expecting like a shootout, but um, I didn't get what I wanted as a fan watching the game, which was frustrating. Yeah, I thought for me the Saints defense looked really good. I didn't expect them to come out. Oh that man, well. they're they're pretty stacked. Yeah. Um, I was disappointed. I think everybody was that uh, this is a fantasy thing, but for fantasy football, I think everybody that had Michael Thomas was a little let down. I have Alvin Kamara, so I wasn't complaining yeah, at uh, all. Michael Thomas, five targets, three receptions, That's 17 crazy. yards for, um, I would say last season at least, the definitive best receiver. Well, they got the win. Um, they got Emmanuel the win. Sanders was getting used Emmanuel quite Sanders, amount. yeah. he's a That was the vet. Same amount of targets, just did more with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, three receptions, 15 yards, and a touchdown. Um, yeah, I mean, the Bucks just, they weren't ready for primetime. I think a lot of that has to do with no preseason. Yeah. Uh, I like preparation, s- that sort of thing. I like seeing them getting Fournette in a bit. They had him in a couple. I didn't expect them to play at all. It's cool to see them starting to get him integrated in the offense, and I think he's going to be quite the X factor later in the season. I think he will be. I want to see him. He wasn't involved a lot in this in Jacksonville, but I think with Brady, you have to exploit him in the pass game. You yeah. have to make him a pass catcher. Because you just have to put him in a, in a position to succeed, and their O line is decent. He's but not going good to be such a fantasy. He's going to be gold for people who have oh, him on yeah. fantasy later. I think he's going to be a baller. Well, let's talk about Tom Brady's former team, the New England Patriots. Uh, kind of unsurprisingly, to most, I would say, uh, get the win over Miami. It was closer than I thought. I felt they would win by around like twenty points, but it was a pretty good game. Yeah, I, I kind of expected the closer game. I thought uh, I knew it would be low scoring. I thought this offense is just so new for New England, and the defensive pieces you're missing clearly shown that it hurt. I think. This is the reverse of last season. I think their their pass defense and um, pass rush, mm-hmm. especially, was elite in this game. Yeah, New England's but they just could not stop the run. New uh, England's run, running game. Um, you know, their running back Cam Newton, seventy five yards. Um, nah, yeah, but no, Cam he he was pretty. He was all over the place. It was crazy to watch. Well, I mean, I think if you're New England now, I think you gotta. Based on the way Newton played, I mean, his 
the the running was expected to me. I kind of knew he'd have the running day he did. Obviously, he had a great rushing day. 15 carries, 75 yards, two touchdowns. But to me, the surprise was even with the lacking of receivers. And it's not just like he's dumping these balls off. He had some big throwing plays mm-hmm. to Izzo and Edelman. And, you know, this game, again, this game would have been 28 to, I think, what would it be? Because they never would have gotten the field goal, so it would have been 28 to, to 8 yeah. if Nikhil Harry hadn't fumbled out of the end zone. Well, Nikhil Harry didn't have he, – he had six targets, five catches. Not bad for – was that his first game? I don't think that he was, got in last that year. That was his first game of this season. He got in the last half of last year. wasn't good. But he lost weight this year, but – um. Yeah, the fumble just hurt him. But again, yeah. I think this shows, I think, New England. We say it every year, but I think this year it's apparent because you're in a very competitive division race. Uh, I think you you got to go get a receiver. Yeah. You got to look at another again. one because you're just so thin there. Uh, I think a couple names I've been I've been hearing getting brought up have been um, uh, Allen Robinson of the Chicago Bears. Cheap contract that declines over the years. Uh, obviously, Odell is still a name. Mm-hmm. That's out there. He trained with Cam Newton in the offseason, so you know that'd be useful. And then again, you can always try and trade uh, for for kind of one of the old Patriot stalwarts in uh, Amendola or Hogan, who are both now on teams. Indeed. So, so how do you think um, the Miami Dolphins go after this game? You think they keep Fitz? I think Fitz for one more week because you play Buffalo next week. Mm-hmm. I think you go Fitz one more week, but then you get the Jags week three. That's when I think you throw uh, Tua in. I think you have to get him against a defense that's not elite. Because today, uh, well, on Sunday actually, uh, against the Patriots, and especially next week against the Bills, those are two elite defenses. Uh, so so you just have to throw him in there against a defense that is kind of subpar and see how he does. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, I think for the Patriots, if we're going to go with Teller games – I think uh, next week is going to be the teller. I don't count this game. You know, your first week out against a not-so-good team. Good front seven, but not a great secondary. Next week, you got the Seahawks on the road. Uh If you can squeak out that game or make it close, then I think there's a lot more belief in this team. Uh, I think there's a lot more belief in Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton having a great throwing day against Byron Jones and Xavier Howard. Yeah, he threw pretty well. Is very encouraging. 15 for 19. Only 155 yards, but again, not a ton of receivers. Um, Yeah, so let's move on to the game that I think a lot more people thought would be competitive and was just a blowout uh, was Cleveland and Baltimore. Uh, Lamar Jackson, amazing as usual. Mark Andrews showed once again he's one of the most underrated tight ends in the league. Marquise Brown was amazing. Mm -hmm. The defense... Was amazing, Marlon Humphrey with a couple key. It breakouts. looks like my um my week MVP really it, it was the Baltimore defense. They completely destroyed the Cleveland Browns and the rushing game. It, it's different. They got so many options now with Gus. They're really getting J.K. Dobbins into this, but they didn't rush that much. I was surprised. Lamar was really taking it, and he was throwing the ball yesterday. Two hundred seventy yards, twenty for twenty five, three touchdowns. He had a rating of 152. He balled out. And then with Well, he was great, but I mean that's Cleveland's defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, outside of like Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward, I mean, they they got some vets, but they got work to do. Uh, to me it was the offense kind of watching this game is very uh, 
it was painful to see how slow it was moving. And I think something that's been kind of the rhetoric around this team for the last couple months, and I think this proved this week, um, if Baker doesn't do well this year, I think you got to consider moving well, on. I, he played awful, awful um, yesterday. Yeah, I mean, he, he wasn't – it just matters where. Where would they move on? Would they draft a quarterback if their pick is too high? I, I don't think they're giving him big money. He doesn't deserve money from any team. Player, I think they could go after Jameis Winston. He's going to be a free agent after this year. I think the Saints year. are going to hang on to him. Mm. I, would. I think Breeze is declining faster than a lot of people yeah. think. So. Um, well, we can move on from that game. That game was pretty much just... The, t- the two teams are basically the same, I would say. Mm-hmm. Same expectations as last year. Agreed. Ravens are going to be great. Browns are going to be terrible. Uh, let's go on to the Sunday night game um, that was surprisingly entertaining. Controversial Very. call at the end. Oh, Jalen yeah. Ramsey kind of selling it That was bit. funny. But uh, Rams squeak it out at home. Cowboys' misery uh, continues. To me, there was nothing notable in this game. Malcolm Brown played like we thought he was going to play. Rams offense played like we thought. Well, Other than Dallas's injuries, uh, you know, Blake Jarwin's going to be out for the year. That was a big piece for them. That's uh-huh. a big loss. Van Der Esch, too, on the defense. He was a out. Big loss. So then the Rams just decided to go straight up the middle the whole game. They really took him by the horns. <laughs> no pun intended. Well, I mean, they, they went through the air a little bit. I mean... I think Robert Woods, to start off this game, it was basically all him on that first drive. Mm-hmm. But, again, I think the Rams squeak it out. I don't think the Rams do that well in their division this year, even though San Francisco lost this mm-hmm. week. Well, I think that has a lot to do with Debo Samuel's health, agreed. using Emmanuel Sanders, not having the offensive pieces. Talking about um, the divisions, let's talk about um, – the NFC East, Washington football team on top yeah, after week one. That wasn't, well, quite yeah, the surprise. I mean, the Eagles are going to crumble. But, yeah, which uh, is very... Dwayne Haskins picked it up towards the end. He, he didn't look too good in the first half, looked really good in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's talk about Green Bay and Minnesota, because that, that was a fun game. Uh, Devontae Adams. Completely destroyed. the NFC Offensive Player of the Week, if I had to guess. No doubt. Um, just an amazing game. What do you have? Three touchdowns, right? Yeah. Some crazy catches. Aaron Rodgers with a uh, big game. Yeah, 14 receptions for Devontae Adams. That's a franchise record. Wow. 156 yards. Only two touchdowns only. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Aaron Rodgers was amazing. 364 yards, four touchdowns, 32 for 44. Um, Again, this game was kind of a shootout. Kirk Cousins didn't play too, mm-hmm. too It was forward. basically Adam Thielen versus Devontae Adams and Devontae. And Dalvin Cook played well. But yeah. Again, this game I feel like kind of... Justin Jefferson, relatively quiet. How do you feel about that? I think he'll pick it up. I like him for this team. I think for, for a debut, uh, kind of in a crowded receiving core. Because they expected B.C. Johnson to be really good. Kyle Rudolph's there. Uh, you still have Adam Thielen. I think it was kind of expected uh, for Jefferson to be kind of quiet today. Um, well, let's talk about something kind of entertaining. Let's talk about Joe Burrow. Uh, 
Um, he played very well. He surprised me. I, I did not expect him to play as mature as he did. He had some mistakes. He didn't have the greatest game statistically, but that last drive was impressive. He really led the team down the field, and then the kicker absolutely blew it. Well, I think A.J. Green blew it. I wouldn't say the kicker blew it. I think A.J. Green getting OPI there was pretty stupid. Mm-hmm. But um, still, that kick should not have been missed, even though we got injured. Very unfortunate, but... That's screwed. you got to get a better kicker than that. Uh-huh. Randy Bullock's not a reliable guy. I was hoping for overtime. I wanted to see that thing go That would have been a good tank bowl overtime. Both yeah. of these teams to me are going to suck this year. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor played awful. Tyrod Taylor wasn't bad. Ah... Watching the game. For them, for them, I liked what he did. Uh, the surprise in this game, I think, uh, to me, it was probably there weren't many. I think there weren't many notable offensive players in this game. If there was one, I would say it was Josh Kelly uh, for the Chargers. He had some really good runs in this game. I, he ran for the only touchdown for the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Well, um, one thing that surprised me was Joe Mixon's lack of productivity. He really did not run well at all. He had a pretty bad game after getting paid, so that must be a worry. Yeah, we'll see if he can pick it up. I mean, the Charger D-line, too. Melvin Ingram. Yeah, that's true. That's tough. Um, Moving on to Battle of the Birds that get beat by Patriots. Uh, Seattle and Atlanta. Uh, This game was... (laughs) High scoring, but I think Seattle just got up to the quicker start. And Russell Wilson and Chris Carson, dominant. In this game, Russell Wilson, I think, was the best quarterback this week. I think he was better than Aaron Rodgers. I'll say that confidently. Um, I just think he he was doing it all. Uh, he was running the ball. He was throwing it well. Uh, DK Metcalf had a couple drops, but eventually picked it up. Chris Carson had a great game. Uh, Ty Lockett had a great yeah. game. Jamal Adams, so. 12 tackles, almost three tackles for losses, a sack. Yeah, that defense he's getting is to good. work already. I think Todd Gurley, can we say he's back or or no? We can say that he's, he's he, had a, close. he had a good game. He's close. He had a good game against a good team. Yeah, yeah, he's close. Matt Ryan, again, he was amazing too. Uh, 450 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Um. Moving on to one of the Monday night games before we get to the game that I want to talk about last. Um, Tennessee and Denver. I think the story of this game. Really good game. Really fun game. uh, The story of this game to me is obvious. I think you'll agree. It was all about the kicking. Uh, Mm -hmm. Steven Guskowski missing four straight (laughs) uh, kicks until he banged home the game winner. Yep, he got it done. What what can I say? I'm, I don't think he'll stay on the team, but I think he will. I think really, Vrabel loves his former Patriots, so there's no way he. Gets but how can you forgive game. that? He's uh, a former Patriot. He played with him, so I, I think he stays. Um, Tannehill, uh, a lot of throws to get to two hundred yards. Forty three attempts. Uh, Derrick Henry. Is back. Let's talk. Yeah. He's back. How do you feel about Jerry Judy? He looked great. Jerry Judy's He looked footwork. great. I mean, some of those Beautiful. highlights. Some of those highlights, I mean, amazing. My thing with him is I think his strength, he's got to work on uh, mm-hmm. when he catches it and when he makes a move, he's got to work on just going. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of moving, time, like, yeah, laterally, was, not vertically. Yeah, he was stopping. There were times he got lit up a couple times in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But again, good win for Tennessee. Jadavion Clowney made his impact felt yep. that sack. On, on Derrick Henry, 30, 31 carries. Man, he has to be sore today. He's he, They're putting him to work Does against a pretty... Does he get sore? Can he get yeah, sore? I know. Is I, that possible? That big? I don't know. I don't know. Him and DK Metcalf, do they get sore? Or do they just... They're supermen. So, uh, last game I wanted to touch on, and I know you were about to jump in and say something about it. But, yep. Uh, you predicted this last episode. Uh-huh. A close um, game, and I thought the Cardinals would pull it out. I, I trust this team. I it would be close. Uh, I thought Niners would. Uh, it was a drop pass away. Um, but Arizona pulls it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is great. Uh, that's pretty much all it is. DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray were amazing. Amazing. That was um, a fun game. And again, this game was close. I think it's a good test for the Niners without a lot of their offensive pieces. Um, but again, with the Niners, that was one catch away. Mm-hmm. You know, you're one drop pass off winning that game. So I wouldn't read too much into it for them, but for the Cardinals, this is a great win. This shows me they're ready to take the jump, maybe even make the playoffs. Yeah, this year. Kyler Murray. Murray. Uh, Kyler Murray was the shock to me. Wasn't surprised that Hopkins did this while. I was really surprised by yeah, Kyler Murray. Yeah, 91 Espe- yards rushing. I was going to say, especially on the ground, he was great. Uh, just kind of moving today. Uh, so let's kind of move into an extension of week one, I feel like. Just a quick little wrap-up with some fantasy stuff. Uh, I think my two surprises that I wrote down here for the week were Malcolm Brown and Devontae well, Adams. We actually have a fantasy team, and we have no second running back. And I was like, I think Malcolm Brown's going to do something this week. And I put him on, so I'm feeling like a fantasy god this week yeah, after putting I mean, him up there. Yeah, I mean, that was a good pickup. I threw Johnny Smith and James Washington in because mm-hmm. we didn't have a flex in the tight end. So those also worked yeah. out. Didn't boom. Didn't, um, I mean, didn't bust. Both of them, I think, boomed. Yeah. Because Washington caught a touchdown as well. Um, and then moving into the flops, I think the two biggest ones, notably uh, for me this week, were Austin Eckler and Michael Thomas, both against favorable matchups and didn't play well. I think other people that I talked to were bringing up Le'Veon Bell. I said he was going to do terribly. He got he injured. Playing. He got injured. Well, even before he was hurt. It was like halftime he got hurt. He had six points. I think he would have picked it up to I like 12. I don't think he would have. I knew it was going to be a bad matchup this week. You're playing a great defense that does really well against running backs, especially those that love to go out and pass catch. Mm-hmm. I thought that was dumb to start him. Um, another one that got, up, uh, got brought up were uh, Mike Evans and Odell Beckham. Again, not smart to start uh, well, them. They're how splitting can you, time. How can you trust Odell right now? It's been two yeah. years of mediocrity. Because of the quarterback. Possibly. But again, you still can't trust him for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it was a weird fantasy All right, week. let's move on. Yeah, weird fantasy week. We'll see. Next week's going to be fun, so let's get into next week. All right, first game, we'll do predictions. Cincinnati, Cleveland. I got, I got Joe Burrow. I got Joe Burrow taking the win. Cleveland fans will be sitting there crying in their pillows, and I think it'll be another awful game from um, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I'm going to take Cleveland. Um, again, I think you just have to look at the roster. Cleveland's a much better team. Uh, Cincinnati's defense is lacking, and again, I think you played – you lost – to the cupcake of cupcakes. I know it was on a missed field goal. They have a good defensive But the Chargers... Team. I mean, Cleveland lost to Baltimore. Albeit they got blown out, I think Cleveland's back at home. They're going to win. 
Uh, next up, Giants-Bears. That's going to be a good one. Well, let's talk about, actually, the Bears game against the Lions. They, Those could come back. They stole it. They yeah, just they ran away. Yeah, I don't think there's much away. to talk about. I think the Lions do the lucky Everybody win. Blow it. Uh-huh. Um, that being said, and I'm taking the Giants. Uh, they played a decent game against the they Steelers. They really did. They only lost by 10, and I thought they would get blown out. Um, I'm going to take them. I'm going to take the Chicago Bears, because one thing the Giants showed on that Monday night game was... They cannot. Their offensive line is awful. The, the Steelers were getting to the quarterback at will. Danny Jones had zero time. Saquon only had six rushing yards. I think Khalil Mack is going to eat up. It was up. about the pass, though. Saquon didn't play well, but they were passing well. Uh, Chicago's secondary minus Eddie Jackson is questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I don't trust Mitchell Trubisky two games in a row. Um Next up, Atlanta and Dallas. I'm going to take Atlanta again. Dallas's injuries and Atlanta against a much better Seattle team. I'm going to take really playing. I agree. I'm going to take Atlanta, and I think that Todd Gurley a bust. I mean, boom, boom, boom. This game. Yeah. I, I think I'll have say a big Dallas's run defense. Was yeah. Good. Uh, Detroit and Green Bay. I will take Green Bay at home. That's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers will go off again. I'm picking Green Bay as well. Again, I feel like this one's pretty easy. Minnesota and Indianapolis. Indianapolis loses Marlon Mack for the season on a torn Achilles. Um, Minnesota, or uh, sorry, Minnesota, not Minneapolis. Uh, but but Minnesota. Um, again, you lose to Aaron Rodgers on one of those days, but you played pretty well. Uh-huh. Justin Jefferson is going to pick it up. Dalvin Cook was amazing. Dalvin Cook gets to play a much easier. I think I think Adam Thielen will repeat an amazing performance yeah. next week. And one player I want to look at for that game is Jonathan Taylor on on the Colts. So I think fun. he's one heck of a player, and he's going to have a really good game. But I'm taking um, the Vikings. Uh, again, I think I listed these. We have a couple more just kind of easy predictions. We can rattle these off, I think. Uh, Miami-Buffalo. I think we're going to both take Buffalo, yep. I would assume. Uh, San Francisco Jets. I think we're both going to no, take No, I'm Jets. taking my Jets okay, always. You're a homer. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take San Francisco because I'm rational. Um, uh, Rams-Eagles. Again, I think it's a pretty easy one. I'm going to take the Rams. Yeah. Um, Philly's too banged up. Denver and Pittsburgh. This one's interesting. I'm taking Pittsburgh. I'm going to take Denver. I like Denver in this game. You get Cortland Sutton back. I think that was a big loss last game. Um, Big Ben, he's back. I don't think Big Ben is back. Juju's back. That was a Juju carry. Hey, man. There was some bad throws. Juju was playing awful last year because he didn't have his boy Ben. Ben made one good throw on an amazing catch. He's like Tom Brady. Tom Brady throwing these short passes. Big Ben will be throwing these short passes. I'm expecting a big offense led by short gains by James Conner and Juju Smith-Schuster. Again, I'm taking Denver. AJ Bouye showed me that he can shut down a number one without Juju Smith-Schuster. Sir, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers would have gotten blown out because their run game was terrible. Um, Carolina, Tampa Bay. I'm taking Tampa Bay at home and a bounce back. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, Even though Carolina didn't have a bad game against Carolina didn't have Vegas. a bad game, but Vegas is not. <laughs> they're not a great team. Uh-huh. Uh, Jacksonville, Tennessee. I think another kind of consensus one. I'm going to go Tennessee at home here. I'll go with Tennessee, but Jacksonville surprised me a lot. I'm surprised me week one. I will say that. I'm taking Tennessee because they're my. I think. I'm not going to make a bold. Yeah. They're They're one of my bigger. They have a shot at a Super Bowl this year, I think. Depending on who they get. I think if they get Kansas City, they don't. But I think if they get Baltimore, they have a shot. Yes, 100%. 
Um, moving on, Washington, Arizona. I'm going to take Arizona at home. I I'm going to, yeah, Arizona. I'm I big mean, on Washington, them, too. Washington played a really hey, good Hey, let's see how, how good defense they play again. Yeah, but I'm going to take them. Uh, this is the most interesting game of the week to me, Baltimore at Houston. That'll be a fun one. I'm taking Lamar. I'm taking Deshaun. Wow. I'm going to take Houston at home. I think this... Uh, wow. I don't think this this Ravens team plays with the pace that the Chiefs do. I, I, I think it's going to be an easy matchup coming off Kansas City, so I'm going to take uh, Houston to bounce back I think home. Marquise Brown will have a big one. So let's go. Speaking about the Chiefs, yeah, Chiefs, Chargers, Cupcake. Easy to yeah. to me. I think Kansas City and L.A. I'm going to say Kansas City. Same. Uh, New England, Seattle. I'm going to take Seattle. Yeah, I'm going to take Seattle. I think it'll one. be a close game. I'm, I think I'm going to take Seattle at home. Seattle is at home. No fans, though. I think Cam Newton has something to prove tonight. I'm taking New England. I think he has something to prove. I'm going to take Seattle, though. I'm taking I, New England in that game. I think that they, they're going to roll on some momentum off that game. Cam Newton's going to be hype, and he's going to run a lot. He's going to get hit hard, but he's going to. I think they'll pull it out because I mean, these yeah. tough games, I feel Bill Belichick finds a way. I hope. I hope for that, but I'm a realist, so I'm going to take Seattle at home. Uh, and the last one I think is pretty easy to predict. Uh, Saints going to Vegas, going to play the Raiders. Um, I'm going to take the Saints. I think we I think all Michael Thomas agree. has a big game this week. Wow, really? They, uh, oh, really? It's I think that Kamara, Raider secondary. I think yeah. Kamara, I think Kamara um, continues. Well, he didn't play against a good secondary in Tampa Bay. They're, they're number one. I forget their number one corner's name, but he's pretty underrated mm-hmm. is what I know. He played really good defense, and they, they were very high on him uh, in camp. Like, I think right. his name's Gruger Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, 26. He was on yeah. Thomas the whole game. He played really well. So let's go to the NBA. I am I am so happy the Nuggets took this thing to seven. I'm not a big guy on the Clippers. I think they're kind of overrated. I think Denver had a shot this whole series, and now they're showing it. Can they be the first team to come back 3-1 twice? They wouldn't be the first. No, to do the in oh, do one twice, year. I think, again, I think they can. Is it realistic? No. I think Clippers are going to take games. Really? Uh, I want the Nuggets. As a Celtics fan, I want the Nuggets. Because I think the Celtics can't beat the Clippers. They can beat the Lakers. Well, as Nikola Jokic said, they have no pressure. They do. I I disagree with that. That's just untrue. You have all... You don't have all the pressure, but there is some pressure coming into this. Because you have to... You have to look at it. Clippers are... The better team coming in. They led by they blew a sixteen point lead. They don't blow that lead. They're in the Western Conference Finals right now. Clippers have the two best players in this series. The Clippers Ooh, are tied. I'd say Paul George has been playing better than Jokic. Jokic has been so up and down. That that was his best game in the mm-hmm. series. And I think he continues. I think he continues. I think Murray steps it up tonight. I think you get a big game at any moment. I don't think Jokic plays as well. I think you get Murray though. I uh, think Murray we see I think we see a classic tonight. I think this will be a really yeah, good game. I hope the Nuggets win. Uh, I'm going to take the Clippers. One thing I think the Nuggets will do tonight, I think they're going to give a lot of minutes to Michael Porter Jr. Like we saw we saw um, Jeremy Grant kind of drop in minutes in the last game. I was going to disagree with that. I thought they would give – I think they're going to give Jeremy Grant more – and, um, I Michael think they're going to go to score. They they're going to just try to score. I think you got to go defense. You got to find somebody that can cover Paul George. Mm-hmm, um, that's true. And Jeremy Grant, I think, does that really well. Michael Porter plays no defense. That's yeah, agreed. About him, he doesn't play anything. 
Um, he does a lot of talking, but he doesn't play defense. Yeah. So I think it's going to be coaching tonight, but I think Doc okay. Rivers is a better coach. Now your big um, game, you Celtics fan. I'm jealous game. of you. Um, Eastern yeah, Conference really Finals, Eastern they Conference made finals. it. Well, let me talk about this one. Uh, game one, three and four years for the Celtics. Miami's here for the first time since LeBron. Um, obviously this year I've said here I've said it multiple times I think the NBA is trying to set up which would be so fitting this year the 10 year anniversary of the 2010 finals I think they're badly trying to get the, the rematch mm-hmm. uh, Celtics Lakers right now I believe if the Nuggets win tonight I haven't checked 538 but I believe if the Nuggets win that's the most likely finals outcome yep I'd agree. Would be Celtics Lakers. I think this series is going seven. I think it's going six. I, I think I would agree with you. Miami is playing very well. They beat Milwaukee, but they were built to beat Milwaukee. I guarantee you this: if Miami shoots as well as they do, they're beating the Celtics. I don't think they will. I don't think. I don't can think the Celtics can outshoot them. I really they don't. They can't, but that's not the problem with me. The Bucks' three-point defense is terrible. The Celtics is the best in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duncan Robinson's not going to be able to get off those shots. Tyler Hero's not going to be able to get off those shots. Well, Tyler Hero, he he doesn't have to shoot those shots. Also, to be the good. ball pressure. Though. Yeah. I the agree Celtics with that, but defense. I think I think Jimmy Butler can thrive off that ball pressure. That's what I was going to say. I think you're going to have to rely on Goran Dragic a lot in the series. I don't think Butler, Butler's never played that well against the Celtics. Uh, ever really since they got smart and Jalen Brown. Because uh, those two are just going to switch I'm excited to see. Like I think I don't know if I said this before, but I was really looking forward to a Jimmy Butler against another really good shooting guard. And I think him versus Brown is going to be one heck of a fun thing to watch. I think they're going to get chippy. I think it's going to be a hard-fought series. Toxic fan bases. (laughs) Everything's going. I agree with you on that. I think you got the player wrong. Um, It will be chippy. It will be back and forth. It will not be Jalen Brown. It will be Marcus Smart. I'd be surprised. Uh, I think Smart will be on Drogic. Smart will be on Jimmy Butler. Uh, I think you throw Tatum on Drogic and you hide Kemba on uh, Jay Crowder. I think Jay Crowder's going to start the floor. I think they're going to do what they did with Isaiah. They've been doing it with Kemba where you hide him a little bit on defense. And you can. You've been getting lucky over the last couple series because there's always been a player that you can hide him with. Except Mm -hmm. the Raptors series, oddly enough. With the Sixers, uh, it was a lot of you could hide him on Shake Milton. As yeah. much as you like him, but Shake Milton's not really an off-the-dribble threat yet. I know. I think he will be, but not yet. Uh, you could hide Man. him there. I'm, um, I don't even like talking about my yeah, favorite Yeah, I won't, I won't let it you talk me, about it. Well, at, the end of this, at the end of this episode, I will talk about what I want with my team, the Sixers. I don't know if you guys want to hear it, but I'm a complete nerd when it comes to my team. And I have some big hopes, and I'm actually getting a tad optimistic. Okay, well, let's, let's stay on subject. Um... I think the Celtics have a big advantage with matchups. I think they match up very well. I disagree until Gordon Hayward comes back. Once Hayward's back, then I agree with that. I think without Hayward, I I think think Miami has quite a good shot. Because I see Bam Adebayo guarding Tatum, and Bam is a good defender. I am high on Bam. Very high. And without Hayward... I I like Bam. I just don't know who he guards. He's, you can't he's guarding Tatum. You can't stick Crowder on Tice then. Well, you stick Robinson on Tice. Well, then who guards Brown? Who guards Brown? Jimmy. Who guards Smart? Smart will be Drogic. So then, who guards Kemba? Oh. 
<laughs> well, smart could be Jay then. So smart could be Crowder, right? So who's on Tice? If you don't put Bam on Tice. Well, I told you, Robinson on Tice. You want to throw Robinson on Daniel Well, you Tice? could play at zone and run Crowder and... That's what I was going to say. I think Crowder and Robinson out. down low. Well, I think low. they'll come out in box in one and put the man yeah. on Tatum. Uh-huh. I think they'll put Jimmy on Tatum. Really? I do I don't not think you see Jimmy on Tatum. Tatum. Bam is too slow to me to guard Tatum. I disagree. If he can guard Ben Simmons the way he did, he can guard Jason Tatum. Well, Simmons well. doesn't have Simmons him. is so athletic. I was going to talk about the shot and the moves uh-huh. to step That's back true. around the perimeter. Tatum's got a much better perimeter game. You could say Bam's not agile enough, but you can't say he isn't quick enough. I'll agree with that, but I think agility has a lot to do with quickness. Uh-huh. That's true, but like... If I'm talking about crashing to the bucket, I think Bam could lock up Tatum if he's trying to get down low. Yeah, I think if Tatum tries to go like driving, fade away. Driving's difficult. I don't think driving. I think driving. If 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 Tatum gets a gets a good start, mm-hmm. uh, then then he'll be fine. Another player. Uh, well, no, I was just going to talk about the game that the Celtics played the Heat without uh, Gordon Hayward in the lineup. This game they. They, uh, oddly enough, were also without Marcus Smart. Um, do, do you know how many points they won by? Quite a lot, I'm guessing. Yeah, they, they won by 19. But if we're talking about regular season and all of this, we could say the Sixers beat the Celtics throughout the regular season. Well, we, I that's think a, a very lot. Big this is the a, Sixers can't beat them in the playoffs. But this, this is very happen. different than. This is very different than the regular season. This is a whole different like situation. I think it is. But again, you look at the minutes in this game, they're very similar to what they run now. Kendrick Nunn got 26. Duncan Robinson started at 29 minutes. Mm-hmm. Hero with 20. Olenek with 28. He's getting, been getting a lot of run. <laughs> Butler with 37. Adebayo with 38. Um, you know, I, I think it's just very similar. I want to see what happens tonight. Um... But yeah, who? This was something that I saw on Twitter a little bit, um, and I want you to you to do it for me because we had disagreed. I think Jimmy um, Butler's rank, the best player. Well, you in knew the what I was gonna ask. Let uh-huh. me say it. Uh, who are the top? I'll give you ten. Who are the top ten players? And I I'll go. Ranking. I'll go Jimmy. I'll go Tatum. I'll go. I'll go Brown, Kemba, Smart. So. Celtics are really sweeping this, but then I got Bam, Hayward. I think Bam out of bio is more valuable than Hayward. Well, put, I would, I'd put Bam and then higher. I think I'll have maybe Robinson, Tice. I don't want to put him here. Oh, oh no, no. T- I mean, Drogic. I'll give you Robinson, mine, Tice. So you can get it organized. This was mine. Uh, Tatum, Butler, Walker, Adebayo, Brown, Hayward, Smart, Drogic, Hero, and then I'd put Tice. I don't think Hero's in this. I think Hero's better than Brown. One thing I feel is that you cannot say Bam Adebayo's better than Marcus Smart right now. Marcus Smart is is absolutely on fire. And you're the Celtics fan. Yeah, Bam is better than Marcus Smart. I'd, I'd what? Strong. Marcus Smart has been amazing throughout these playoffs. Amazing. Yeah, but I'm talking like he's in, in he's arguably series. one of the best Celtics players. He's he arguably is. he's arguably the best yeah, player right him. now on the Celtics. Arguably playing wise and affecting the game. 
When he's on the court, they're a whole different team. I mean, I'll savor that from a Sixers fan calling Marcus Smart the best player in a playoff series, but I think I, I think he's the fourth without him. Oh, man. I'd say he's top three. No, he's not better than the the big three in quotes. Do we see Kemba, the Jaylen. Do we see the consistency from Jalen? I saw consistency from Smart this whole playoffs. He's been. I'm um, just talking in this series. I think Kemba is going to have a much easier time because I've said this before, and I think you'll agree with me. Miami has no no one to guard him. Yeah, and Kyle Low- maybe, Kyle Lowry's a great player. Kyle Lowry's like, amazing, and I think I, I feel bad for him that they lost. Um, yeah, I respect Lowry. Lowry, Lowry and, Lowry and Smart have a lot of – on defense, they're very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the three guys that the Celtics are going to love not seeing in this series, that I don't think Miami has a replacement for any of them. They have different challenges. Mm-hmm. Celtics are going to love not having to deal with Kyle Lowry, not having to deal with OG Ananobi, yeah. and not having to deal with Serge Ibaka. The, the perimeter defenders lack them. a lot Yeah, now. the Heat have nobody so, to guard Kemba. I think it's just going to be shootouts. I really do. If the Celtics can shoot but well. I think the Celtics win close games. I think they – the Heat, to I me, disagree. outside of Jimmy, they don't have a guy you can go too late. Well, I really need, don't think they do. All it takes is – well, what is – Jimmy Butler's shown. He just can, he he's can not be that one guy Celtics, late. But he's not good against us. You got Smart. You got Jalen. You got Tatum. I'd throw Ojale in there to guard him. You, and when Hayward gets back, that's five guys yeah, that's to throw at him. Hard. And it's the same thing. That's that I how see. I felt with the Sixers with Giannis. Like I felt yeah. we had Simmons to throw and at so him. Many guys. And Bede, Horford, everyone. It's, yeah. it's how the Warriors beat LeBron. Mm-hmm. You just got so many guys to throw at him. Understand. And... That's the thing with the Heat. Go to the flip side. Who do you have to... Th- I mean, you really want Iguodala on Jason Tatum? Well, you gotta... Well, the height difference. That's 6'9", well, versus like 6'5". That's true. But and then I think Iguodala has shown that he can guard players bigger than him. He, But, like, I think... I don't want to compare Tatum's game to Durant, but size is similar. Mm-hmm. You, you like that matchup? Yeah, that's true. Like, bam out of bio on Tatum? So, is that the best you can do? Mm-hmm, I feel so that. That's where the, and again, I think you, it'll be bam on Tatum. You, but personally. even that's their best case scenario. I you want to go to Kemba? Oh my god, who covers him? Yeah, that's true. You sacrifice Jimmy on him? It'll because be Drogic, I think. But that'll be that'll pretty be ugly. Dance. Yeah, that'll, that'll be, be ugly. Dance. I mean, because. But also. You gotta stop Drogic too, because he's been outstanding well, the past I think, couple of years. I think Tatum. As well. You can do the Tatum. How they put Tatum on Lowry for mm-hmm. a little bit. And, and also, um, well, game one, I got the Celtics. I have the Celtics. They they came. Game. Yeah, I'm gonna, Heat I had quite I a big break. Yeah. Heat had a big break. A little hangover, I think, will happen. I think they'll take game two. I'm, I'm picking Heat two. I think it will be the same as the Raptors series. I think Celtics take first two, Heat take the next. Really. I think it'll be 1-1, and then I think the Heat will go up, and then I think the Celtics will go up, and then I'll know from there. Yeah. Again, I think I'm just going to add on to what you were saying. I think it's similar um, to how the Celtics jumped out to a quick start in the last series, is the competition you're coming off of. The Celtics came off the Sixers, which are a much better team than the Brooklyn Nets. Um, And again, in this series, the Heat are coming off a team that they were built to beat without – that team's best player. Mm-hmm. Celtics are coming off the defending champs both times when they were in backs against the wall situations. Yeah. Um, 
the Celtics just had much tougher competition. Again, the Celtics played in what? Three or four days ago. And honestly, so. in that Raptors Celtics series, both teams were playing at their best at a time. Like at times, that game I thought Kemba wasn't outside of the refs. That game six was nearly oh, perfect games from both teams, like perfection. Other than Kemba, yeah, five points. Yeah, outside of Kemba. But um, yeah, so I I got the Celtics in game one. You said you have Celtics in seven. Uh, yeah. I got Celtics I'm going to take Celtics in Which... six. I think the series goes a little quicker than people mm-hmm. think. Wow. Um, just some other stuff, I guess, to, to end it. There isn't much more NBA going on. Well, I want to we go on about my Sixers. Oh, yeah, and just a couple ex- expectations I want from the team. Tobias Harris has to go. Al Horford, you can try and get him gone. I think we're going to trade Harris and either Thibel or... Um, Thibel or... Blanken right now, Thibel or Shake, and a couple picks for Chris Paul. I see it all over the place, but one thing, the Bucks are trying to get him. We have to attack him, and I think the way we're going to attack him is by hiring Mike D'Antoni as a head coach. I think we're going to go for shooters. we got to sell a lot of guys, completely rebuild this team, and I think D'Antoni's the guy to lead us, and I'm really hoping we sign him because he just has the experience with superstars. If you can coach Kobe Bryant, you can coach Joel Embiid. Well, that's what I was going to ask you about. If D'Antoni's the coach, and assuming the president, I'm assuming Alton Brand would take a lesser role in mm-hmm. that. Would D'Antoni keep Embiid? Yeah, I do. He has a history of not... I mean, the most notable big he's kept is Amari Stoudemire, and that's a very different player. He, he doesn't like fives. He likes fours. Well, he likes athletic fours. I think Embiid is a whole different breed when it comes to that. Embiid can shoot. He can really do it all. I think... I, Again, it's the quickness. And Embiid can't get up and down that pass. And Embiid, like, I mean, uh, sorry, D'Antoni likes to move it. He'll keep Simmons. Simmons is perfect for him. Yeah. He can just shoot it. I think Paul will play more of a two if Simmons stays. I think Paul would be a two if you get him. But I think Milwaukee is all but confirmed. I think Paul will step into kind of a Jimmy Butler role we had when we had Jimmy. Like, go through the motions with him throughout the game. At the end of the game, we just lean on him. I think... Chris Paul and Joel Embiid would fit perfectly in a pick-and-roll situation. I think it would be beautiful. Same with a Simmons and Chris Paul pick-and-roll. That is just nasty. I I really hope we can try and get Paul. I would be so happy if that happened. I do think D'Antoni's the guy we're going to get. We have passed. We have a pass with um, D'Antoni. He's actually an assistant for Brett Brown, which is pretty funny in the past. But I think D'Antoni will take this Philly job, which I'm happy about. Not a lot of people are, but I trust him that he'll make something happen here. Like, you saw him blow the Houston Rockets roster up. He's going to blow our roster up, too. Well, I think the big hole there is I think the Bucks are going to get Chris Paul. I think especially that meeting saying they're willing to go for the luxury tax. Mm-hmm. That's a dude making 40 mil a year. I think that's confirmed they're going after him. Uh, just is that all you want to say about Philly, just the coach. I know you could go on, but we got I could go on and on and on. Yeah. Um, Just some kind of wrap-up stuff. Um, We kind of already mentioned Dallas, their injuries to the Cowboys, how that will affect their season. I think that will hurt them a lot. Um, WNBA playoffs, uh, I believe, starts tonight. Is the 15th? Yes. Yeah, I'm a big Mystics guy, but Della Don's out, so uh, that's – 
upset. You said, I'm taking the Aces this year. One of the best teams in the league. Uh, they've been amazing with Aja Wilson and uh, McBride's on the take down. I'm, I'm taking uh, I'm taking the Storm. Um, really going with the the vets? Yeah. Going with Brown I'm taking with the vets. Too much power. Upset teams. Connecticut Sun. You know they balled out last season. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess the last thing that I had to mention was a uh, shout out to Naomi Osaka, uh, winning the U.S. Open, her third major. Um, also shout out YBN Corday because that that uh, those those photo takes were just hilarious mm-hmm. uh, with him. Um, I think that's all we got. This yeah. has been the podcast. U.S. Open starting on um, Friday, I believe. For That'll golf. be for golf. Yeah, I'm a big golf guy, so I might have a little bit to say about that at the end, along with Premier League starting. Liverpool close game against Leeds. Chelsea coming out. Havertz not playing that well. Um, still more to come with that. This soccer season will be pretty exciting. I'll have some takes from that. I'm a huge soccer guy. I like golf. I like everything. So you'll hear a bit from me at the end of every episode about that. All right. Well, this has been the podcast. Thank you guys so much. Be sure to uh, share this podcast. Follow it. Uh, Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter, both at Beating Buzzer. Thank you and goodbye.